First of all, ladies and gents, I'm ready to go, ready to flow. This one of the best shows you already know. Welcome to the Basement Friday podcast. Yes, indeed. I wrote that myself because I am that talented. I got bars for days, but it ain't about me today. Welcome to the Aaron Fornicetti show. Starring my man Aaron Fornicetti with his special guest, Funkadelic Jones. It is the Fornicetti episode. <laughs> when, first of all, when is the mixtape? Listen, man, mixtape <laughs> drop Valentine's Day. It's gonna be, it's gonna, have, it's gonna have some, it's gonna be some love tracks in there. Yo, y'all stay tuned. You feel me? It's gonna be some love tracks in there. Nah, I'm just, I'm just playing, man. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing. This man gonna have the Hershey Kisses cover. He be like, hey, I'm just saying, though, man. Listen. <laughs> I'm a dangerous, I'm a dangerous man. Some money in my pocket, keep up. <laughs> <laughs> keep up. Listen, man, you guys already know who it is, man. It's your favorite two podcasters back once again, man. Shout out to Spotify and Apple and YouTube and everybody else that's kicking it with us all the time. You feel what I'm saying? So you know, I you know, I got the intro. You I can I gotta let I gotta let the one of the greatest, the greatest podcasters himself, Mr. Mr. Do-Rag don't <laughs> care. He always all in the air. <laughs> whoop, whoop, there it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I rock my Do-Rag like that. She rocks his beanie or whatever he calls it. It's your boy, Aaron Fornicetti, back again with another episode of the Basement Friday podcast. Make sure you raise the roof and check us out on all streaming services. And as you're raising the roof, Go ahead and check us out on YouTube where you can actually see us raise the roof. And, you know, unfortunately, you don't get any pizza because that is over. We are moving on. You know, it's a new year, new us. Actually, you know, new year, new us, raising the roof. That's the 2022, raising the roof in 2022. I don't know about this raising the roof, but y'all already knew what it was coming to 2022. We live in what? Get so wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> Raising the roof in 22. Get so wealthy. Get so wealthy. But of course, you guys already know, man, it's our favorite part of the segment before we get started. It's what we call our do 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 five minute rant. This is where we get some stuff off our chest. Anything that's bothering throughout the week. I feel like I don't know did enough talking. I think it's time for my man Aaron to speak his mind. As he's about to shine, oil sheen that is, but you know, <laughs> let's go to work. Brother Aaron, speak the ghetto gospel. So Talk for me, I got a bone to pick with this weather. See, the first snow we got actually did some damage, you know, had to shovel, couldn't go anywhere. You know, you were stuck in the house basically for like a whole day. The next time we got finished shoveling, the news said, okay, get ready. It's going to be another snowstorm. So everybody rushed into the store, getting their goods, making sure they're straight. Slush. (laughs) Nothing but slush. So they said it's supposed to be another snow. How much snow are we getting? I'm tired already. You know, I don't want to shovel no more. Listen, I'm glad he said something about it too before I did because I'm just a little, I'm a little disturbed on how it was supposed to be. Actually, I think they said it was winter storm Jasper. It's like they, it was like some big winter storm that was just, I guess, rolling through the Atlantic and the East Coast and all that. Man, ain't nothing, ain't nothing hit the ground out here. Y'all made it seem like we was about to be bonkered in for like three days. Right. I went to work like normal. What the hell? I was like, come come on. Come on, news people. Y'all worse than my man, Dr. Fauci, man. Like, y'all can't get it right. You just can't get it right. How you going to say it's a snowstorm and ain't, not, ain't no snow on the ground? Literally just driving through it like it's a regular day. I'll tell you what, though. Like, it started off snowing, so I was like, okay, all right, we're ready. And then the rain came, and I was just like, you know what? Y'all had us all food. You know, that's all right. Like, 
it literally rained. It literally rained most of the day, and then it started <laughs> snowing. Like it literally rained most of the day. Then it started snowing, and then it didn't even stick. Like it ain't stick. Yeah. It ain't like it was one thing to drive through the snow. Because first of all, like kids, here's a message from old Uncle Funk, Uncle Slow Jam. I understand when y'all see snow. Understand this: as adults, we still have to work in the snow. We still gotta drive through that mess. Now, as parents, as parents, you probably be just hoping you like, please, stick, please, so I ain't gotta go to work, or please let me get a reason so I ain't gotta go to work. Nope, that don't even stick. So you know your ass is in the car. You looking like God damn. You know they close school most of the time. They they rather kids be at home even if no snow even hit the ground. They rather kids be at home just for safety purposes. But for parents, adults, your balls looking like snow outside. It ain't stick to the ground. You look like you can get here. Yep, your ass would be at work. So I'm just saying I was I was expecting that we was about to be bonkered in for like three days, but I guess. It's back to the it's back to the drawing board tomorrow. I guess it's back to work. So now you remember how when we had snow days, we used to have to wait for our school to scroll across the screen. Man, those were good times. I'm telling you, you, wake up early, just take a look, and then you miss it. So you gotta wait like an extra 15 minutes. Yo, it's so crazy because like with snow days, that was the early that was the first of all, that was the earliest. I've ever got as earliest. First of all, I'm an early person now still, but that's the earliest I got up, and that's the earliest I was watching news. I would literally catch the news at six o'clock in the morning. I just glued to the TV looking for your school, looking for just be over to like Prince George's County. You should be in that jump. Yep. I don't want to miss it. <laughs> I don't want to miss it. <laughs> they hit you with the two hour delay. <laughs> you and that joke, like, ah. <laughs> Ah, you be mad, you be mad, but it's too hot late. Like, <laughs> like, really, y'all couldn't close. You see y'all everybody close. else close except for y'all. You be like, so y'all couldn't close. Like, nope, too hot to late. And it'd be so funny because this is why I, this is what I said about kids and snow days, right? As the general, I guess, I guess, as the generation got on, maybe the school system kind of got smarter. Or they just kind of trying to avoid lawsuits. I don't know. Because, like I said earlier, they would cancel school before any snow even hit the ground. Yeah. Just like what just like what I was driving through where it was it was still snowing, but if the roads is clear. Back in our day, they made us still go to school. Now, if it got bad while we was at school, then they was gonna send us home. But they was just like, Y'all look like y'all all right. <laughs> y'all look like y'all cool. And then if they don't see no problem, they be like, y'all about to finish the whole day. Principal go out there, kick it, be like, ain't no snow on the ground. It'll be all right. Be like, damn. So that's what I'm saying, man. Like, y'all kids got it sweet, though. But all in all, for the news people, I'm going to need y'all to at least get y'all accuracy together trying to scare people when ain't nothing even hit the ground. Maybe I'm in the wrong state. Maybe I need to go to Chicago or New England or somewhere up north where they actually get snow. Don't make no damn sense. Man, they be packed. Right. Snow be up to here. <laughs> <laughs> Even that joke is like, where's my car? Even <laughs> <laughs> that joke is like, I think that's it. <laughs> nope. Never mind. That's a pickup truck. <laughs> nah, you look at New England and you look at people like that. I say people up north, like especially Canada, because up there, you open a door and the snow is the imprint of the door. <laughs> right. Right. You can't let even look the- outside. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me open the door and see the snow as big as the door. I would close the door and go and be like, I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and close that buzz. I'm gonna go. Ah. I'm gonna go ahead and go back to sleep. They're like, "What's wrong?" Shoot, the, the snow. The snowball is tall as the door. So I'm. I'm gonna pass on that though. I'm gonna pass. I ain't. Yeah, man. See, I like. Like, I don't like the winter time. I don't. <laughs> I don't really like the winter time. I don't really like the snow. None of that. 
So when you got places that like really get snow, I mean, we get snow out here, but our snow ain't as crazy as some other people. Like places like, again, Chicago, New York, uh, like New England, like ball, that Boston. Hell, every time I watch, I watch football, you know what I'm saying? Like Detroit, Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota, they get snow. Like they get snow that's like up the head. Shoot, I'd be like, God dang it. I'm like, I don't see I, Ain't no wonder why, and it's no wonder why they they come to places like this and they be walking around with no jacket on. We be outside, like us, us Maryland folks be literally outside 35 degrees, dressed layered thermals and everything. You got somebody who come from the cold, like places like Boston, they outside with no jacket on, like, damn, y'all cold? You like, you know, we not in the same weather? I'm like, nah, that shit cool to me. You <laughs> like, what in the because they used to it they they used to it man you know and like i know like and, and i know this was this game was last week but um like buffalo buffalo the, the bills and the patriots it wasn't so much of the game that i was worrying about they was highlighting the temperature first of all you playing the game in six degrees weather i can't even sit for four quarters for six degrees I, I can't I be out like, let's go buffalo. There's <laughs> nothing, it's nothing you can do to warm you up for four quarters for 15, like you're 60 minutes in six degrees weather. And then it got, as, as it got dark, I'm sure it got colder. I, I don't see how y'all can do it, but y'all got some real team spirit over here, boy. I mean, at least, at least where it came to the players, they getting paid. The fans out there in six degree weather. See, but the thing about it, when you play sports, the more you move, you really don't feel it. You know, so if they out there don't run up and down the field, they're not going to really feel, like, the cold because it's the adrenaline already rushing. But if you just in the stands as a regular spectator watching the game for 60 minutes, you better be out there, Joe, with thermals, uh, snow pants, uh, hunting boots, you made me out there, Joe, dressed to the nine, because I'm like, I couldn't be a, I couldn't be a season ticket holder. I, I would only go to the summer games. I would only go to the fall games when football season started. When it get deep in the season and with a tie rolling around, I'm watching all them jokes on TV. Right. <clears throat> be outside in six-degree weather. They ain't got no shirt on. I'd be like, what the hell is going on here? I ain't That's even taking out trash in six-degree weather. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't six degree weather either. I throw that. I throw the trash from the window. <laughs> That's an Olympic sport. You have the trash can far away. You just hurl it in there. Oosh! Shoot, it's the Winter Olympics already. You know. Shoot, missed the whole trash can too. <laughs> <laughs> I get it later. Yeah, exactly. You like. No, damn well you go get it because you don't feel like come get it again. So you like nah, you gotta get it because you know the raccoons, you know. Man, what? And the raccoons and the cats and all they be busting the trash bag open. Man. <laughs> but anyway, man, let's go ahead and shift topics, ladies and gents. Cause we got here on the Aaron Fortinetti show, we got um Aaron here to speak the good word, the good ghetto gospel, as always. From one brother to another that's living ghetto wealthy, brother Aaron, what do we have to address today? Talk to the people. All right. So today, you know, we notice a social media trend that's happening right now. And I wouldn't really call it a trend. I will call it a leave of absence, if you will. Social media detoxes. You know, a lot of people have been doing them, but not really to this level. And the first thing it made me think of is when we talked about how people were leaving the jobs, I believe it was the middle of last year, like towards the middle, where we had a great resignation. And maybe this is the Internet's version of the great resignation where people just, you know what, I'm going to hop off social media, live life a bit, just pop up randomly, you know. So I, I want to know Funkadelic Jones What's your opinion on social media detoxes? Are they necessary? Do they help? You know, 
are they even are they even you know worth doing honestly here's my most simple answer to a social media detox if you have a if you have to take a detox from social media you have serious issues i'm gonna be straight up real with you because if you gotta really be like whoo I need a break from social media. I'm, if you really have to get that personal from social media, that's how you know you spend too much time on social media. Like, I got social media, yeah. You know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, yeah, I, all that. Do I be on all them jumps? Not all the time, you know? I might get on TikTok for a few minutes, scroll up the timeline, Logged out. Get on Twitter, might quote a few, a little quote, little motivational quotes. Log off. Instagram, I might go up there, post a video or uh, post a, a, a repost a video in my story. Log off. So it's like when you got, <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, Wake up, log off. <laughs> right. You get on that in a few minutes. I, I got a notification. You be like, hmm, cool. Log off. And Facebook. <laughs> And like Facebook, Facebook is mostly like group stuff. So it's like, you know, when I be trying to work on like marketing stuff, like in groups of like promote, help promote small uh, YouTubers and stuff. I get all, that's all my Facebook is. I be thinking people really be, be, uh, be hitting me up on Facebook. Don't nobody hit me up. That'd be just the groups. So I'd be like, okay, well, log off. <laughs> <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make it is if you got other things going on, I don't that, uh, taking a detox shouldn't even be an issue if you have other things in life going on. But if you legit have nothing in life, like I get it, everybody has their phone on them all day, every day. Like let's be real, everybody's phone is on them all day, every day. So yes, when you at the job, you get bored. What, what's the first thing you do? Go to social media. You know, social. Go to social media when you driving it. When you I don't want to see you driving in the car because, you know, don't text and drive. Or don't look at <laughs> Safety first. But, you know, but let's say you're in the car with somebody. The first thing you do, you go on social media. But it's just a matter of how you handle social media. That's all it is. It's just how, how you handle social media. Now, if you stay on social media 24-7, like, you got an issue and you know i'm gonna go into more details but i have to flip it over to my man aaron so he can get his word in before the mic come back to me now brother aaron speak to the people man i i'd say this as far as social media detox i would say it, it's it's such a weird way to put it because it's like oh i have to get detox in my system the first thing i think of detox is like health you know like, I could see if it's like, you know, when you're eating something, you need to detox because you maybe you eat something unhealthy or you have too much junk food and you need to cleanse out your body. That's one thing. But as far as social media, you know, you that sounds like an addiction. You know, I think there are a lot of people out there who have social media addictions. Me personally, I can't really talk about it because I don't really get it you know so i don't want to misspeak about anybody out there who may be on social media too much but i i just think the whole detox portion of it is if you're going to keep you know doing these detoxes maybe you should just delete your account you know i mean if you're just on there and you say all right guys and here's the thing they will literally make a post and let people know that they're leaving. Why don't you just leave? <laughs> right. Why don't you just leave? Right. Just disappear. <laughs> Why don't you just leave? Delete the app. Come back. Log in. <laughs> and then just scroll on. Because I, because for me, like, I'm not the most active. I'm active on Twitter. You know, I'm not active on, like, a lot of other social media sites. But... I mean, I'm on it from time to time. I'm in the, uh, what is what is it called on Instagram? We see a whole bunch of different accounts. What's that? The main? Reels. Yeah. Reels. 
Yeah. So like a lot of times I go in there and like I have things saved just to look at, you know, because a lot of cool things on Instagram. But I think like you just got to know your limit when it comes to social media. If you're on it all day, every day. If it's affecting your life, it's affecting your job, it's affecting your relationships, maybe you need to take a step away from it. You know? No. If you're, if you, if you're on uh, social media, you know, too much, you won't get a chance to check out the Basement Friday podcast every Friday. Hey, if you're on social, if you're on social media, you better check us out. <laughs> If you're on that page, you better hit a like, subscribe button if you <laughs> on social media all the goddamn day. But listen here, ladies and gents. Now, I get it when it comes to social media because some people stay on social media because they simply wish, they look at the life that they wish that they can have. That's why a lot of people stay on social media because they look at the, at the life that they really want. And I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know these people personally, whether all these Instagram stars, these Instagram comedians, I don't know their life. But it's like they look at they they look at the cars, they look at the numbers, they look at the blue checks, they look at the like the TikTok stars, they look at all these people and be like, "Man, I need to do this. Like this is what I want to do." So some people legit stay on social media because they are so invested in these these Instagram stars life that this is what they want to be. They're like, man, he always spending money. She got this. She looked like this. Like this is, that's why some people stay on social media. And the problem is, it's like Aaron said, like it's more than a detox. It sounds like you got an addiction at this point. Because first things first, I don't give, I don't get how much I'm on social media. I'm never trying to be like an Instagram star. I've never, I look at all these people. I ain't never trying to be like these people. I get that nowadays these are like the, they are considered celebrities. I understand it. They are considered celebrities. So I guess this is why people look up to them. I am never on Instagram to look at an Instagram star and be like, I want to be like him. Now I post I post videos on Instagram, you know, little motivational quotes every now and then, and I go about my day. If the post blow up, cool. If it don't, oh well. Because at the end of the day, unless I'm using social media to market this podcast, I don't sit on. I, I just don't sit on social media enough to really be like, like I need to manage my account, and I'm trying to. I need my account to look. I don't take it that it's not that serious, right? I, I was just about to say, you know, unless you have a purpose for social media, then you're really wasting your time. Another thing I wanted to say was if social media was around in the 90s, these people would have been in shambles. Like the amount of comparison I see uh, since you did, you know, allude to that, like just looking at all these people and wanted to be these IG celebs or whatever they are. Um, as far as the 90s, yeah, when it comes to comparisons, people just would have, you know, they would have flipped their lid because I think of people like John Singleton. He was creating cinematic masterpieces. This dude was like early 20s, mid 20s, directing videos for Michael Jackson. You know, he made Boys in the Hood. He became the youngest, uh, I believe, Academy Award uh, nominated and dude was in his 20s. He was making moves. And it was a lot of artists. Like, you got Tupac became one of the hugest, you know. Also, Biggie became two of the hugest, you know, superstars. You had so many people doing great things at young ages that the comparison would have just been, oh, man. Like, let, let's talk about, we could talk about Nas, you know. We could talk about people in different industries just knocking it out of the park. But if the internet was around back then, yeah, people would have lost their minds. But I think it's easier now because it's like you look at a lot of people and it's just like, all right, there's so many people out here doing great things. I could do that too. But instead, 
like you said, you know, you're paying a lot of attention to all these people. You're living vicariously through them instead of actually, you know, doing the work it takes to get what they are. So I think, you know, even when it comes to social media, if you need a detox because you're looking at all these beautiful girls, you're like, oh, I'll never be as beautiful as them. Get off the Internet. Log off, you know, <laughs> log off. <laughs> Go <No>. outside. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Here's the thing about with social media and all these stars and stuff like that. You got to also understand this, that there's enough. I get that. I get that with social media. Social media is such a trend, meaning like you got to hop onto a trend quick before it's gone, because that's how some people blow up. They blow up off of a trend. Now, the thing I would definitely say about social media is I'm never going to knock somebody for getting their bag off of social media. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to do that. They got my utmost respect. Like if you are a, you are a star on Instagram and you getting fashion over deals and you getting brand deals and stuff. I, I, I'm not knocking it. These TikTok stars. It's like as long as you are building a platform off of social media, meaning like you're just not some internet sensation. You're not just some internet star, quick to fame, and that's it. Nah, at least if you just be like, okay, I built Instagram. I'm um, building my TikTok. It's like if you're building something cool, I ain't got no beef with that. As long as you're doing something with social media, I'm cool with that. You start getting brand deals, I'm cool with that. You want first of all, I like I already know the secret to these Instagram stars already getting famous. They do one, they do one thing that a lot of people just won't even do. They collab with each other. You ever watch Instagram? You ever watch like funny videos on Instagram? And they all got each other in the video. They all tag each other. So people are legit clicking on them. It's like they're posting video on their page. They're posting video on their page. They're clicking them. So basically now it's, they do a lot of cross promotion. His fans is now going out to him. His fans going out to her. They're like, yo, she funny. She did, she that. Let me follow her. Her videos are dope. Like, like everybody is in the same Everybody does the videos together. That's how they blow up on social media. It's just that simple. Like, no one's on social media trying to grow by themselves. Like, no, everybody's literally like, you collab with him, you collab with her, you take a picture with this person. Like, that's how social media works. But to get back to what we were saying about taking a detox off of social media, Whoever needs to take a, so, a, a social media detox, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm laughing at you, not with <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not going to come here and, and I'm not going to come here and be like, like, oh, like, I understand, like, your mental health off social, like, your mental health off of social media. I'm not going to sit here and be sympathetic. Understand this. I'm a very understanding guy. I take everybody's health situations very seriously. But when it comes to a social media addiction, all you got to do is a couple of steps. Delete your account and log off and close your phone. Addiction solved. Problem solved. Let's get it out the way. But I'm not going to sit right here and boo-hoo for somebody be like, I need to take a social media de detox. What? You need to take a social media what? A social media detox? You need to take a break from social media? Then that means you have no life. That means you have no life outside of social media. I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to take a detox off of social media. I can literally take a detox. First of all, I'm taking a detox off of social media right now while I'm recording this podcast. Why? Because I'm not on social media. I am recording this podcast. I am doing something productive with my time. <laughs> and y'all want to talk about take a detox off of social media? That's how you know you don't got no life. That's how you know. Do you live? Do you have a life? Do you have a, a a car? Do you have a job? Do you have a girl? Do you have a guy, ladies? Because I know for our, our, our female viewers, I'm just saying, do you have things going on with your life to the point where you don't have to worry about social media? Because social media honestly is not worried about you. 
Now, with that being said, Brother Aaron, please take the microphone before I just drop the mic on a ping. And it's just a fact, you know, I think at the end of the day, we could just wrap it up and say log off because one thing I did notice about people is how often they pick up their phones. It's like they can't put it down for five seconds, you know, every five seconds. Like, you know, it's how you talk to someone and right. then it gets quiet and then they pull out their phone. And most of the time, most of the time, they're not even searched for anything. It's just to break the awkward ice, but it's not actually awkward. It's them making it awkward because they don't they don't really want to you know sit in silence they don't want to make eye contact they don't want to actually talk to people you know uh somebody made one point i'll finish here with that somebody made one point they said what happens if the internet shuts down and i said we go back to the 90s you know we'll go back to actually talking to people getting to know people um if the internet shuts down, you know, will people be okay? I'm sure people will manage, you know. If people did it before, if people did it in the 80s and were successful back then, it would just show you how successful they can be. You know, you got to do extra leg work, but you can make it. You know, you got to shake hands, kiss babies, you know. It shouldn't right. stop you if you're already successful. But as far as the internet, if you're on your phone, Log off, you know, log off. That's it. Simple process. Simple as that. But speaking of something you need to log on, we're going to talk about one of the most legendary shows. Our guy, Aaron Magruder, the creator of the Boondocks, you know, shout out to the Boondocks. So HBO Max, it was originally supposed to come out recently, but it's been delayed. So we just want to sit here and talk about not only the boondocks, how funny it was, but we also want to discuss if it will survive in this climate. And I am pretty sure that Fungadelic agrees that it was not, you know, <laughs> it, it's just not going to fly. So Fungadelic Jones, Sir Funkiness, take it away. Let these people know how terrible they are at ruining one of the greatest shows to ever grace television. Kids, I know you guys have y'all cartoons, stuff like that, but the Boondocks was one of the blackest cartoon shows ever. Blackest, meaning ignorant as hell. Now, Here's my thing. The Boondocks was good for its time. Meaning when it came out in like 2000 and I think, what, 2003? I believe something around that, something in the mid 2000s. When the Boondocks came out, the Boondocks was good for its time. And today's generation, I don't think they need or want or they should even have a show like The Boondock. I don't think The Boondock should come back anyway. I remember, I said, like, maybe The Boondocks got the lead. Again, they got to change so many things because of the fact that, you again, you lost John Witherspoon, one of your main cast members. So now it's like he probably got to rewrite the whole show or he got to try to fix something because now Granddad is dead. You know, nobody's replacing John Witherspoon. So you got to refix the show. But when you think of characters like the Boondocks, and I, we all know how sensitive TV is nowadays. The Boondocks has characters that you do not want to see on TV. So I get it that the Boondocks, the fact that it's moving to HBO Max, which is something you have to pay for, because I'm, that way it can keep at least keep the show authentic. Because if, it's, if, if Boondocks go back on TV, I promise you, you're not going to see characters like a pimp named Slickback. You're not going to see Stink Mina. You're not going to hear Uncle <laughs> You're not going to hear none of these characters because all these characters, are very, they're very ignorant. A pimp named Slickback talking about hitting females 
talking about hitting females. Y'all already know how sensitive the world is. Now, again, I don't promote domestic violence, but a pimp named Slickback was just funny on the show. We all know who played who played him was Cat Williams, but he had his he had his spot, Uncle Ruckus. We all know how racist Uncle Ruckus is. But in the times in the times that we live in now, where it's like, oh, he's too racist, and oh, why is he he's promoting this and he's promoting? So it's like it's always gonna be a conflict, like, oh, this episode getting too much controversy. This is because of this. And it's like we don't got time to nitpick a show that pretty much idolize that. Then you got these kids. You got Riley and you got uh, Huey. You know what I'm saying? You got Riley and Huey. They cussing, all this stuff. And now they're like, oh, this is not inappropriate for kids. First of all, the Boondocks was a late night cartoon show anyway. So all the kids folks been slept anyway. So you ain't supposed to be up watching the Boondocks in the first place. But yet, you know, it's always going to be parents that's going to be censoring and checking these show, like checking the show Cause it's like, oh, he did this to this white girl on here, and they did this, and they did that, and I don't like this is offensive to this race, and this is offensive to that race, and this is like, no one has time for you to be nitpicking everything about the Boondocks. Cause then after a while, you're gonna ruin, you're gonna ruin the show, and now it's like, now you got people like Aaron Magruder, he gotta try to water the show down to fit what the newer generation is going to like. I'm just saying. I, I, I remember my first, I think my first experience with the boondocks was the cartoon strips. You remember, I think it was Saturday, like Saturday mornings. Uh, they had like the Washington Post and then they would put them in there. And then that's when they had like cartoon strips. So they were very, you know, uh, kids appropriate because all of them had to be, you know, in order to get in there. And then that's when I heard that they were coming to television. And what channel were they on? Cartoon uh, Network. Cartoon. But they were on Adult Swim. Yeah. And that that's all in the name, Adult Swim. You know, a bunch of programs that are not for kids, but we still watch them. So, so like you got episodes <laughs> I gotta get through this without laughing you know you got episodes with the booty, booty warrior <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about you got time in the shower <laughs> they <hope> this <laughs> you got Uncle Ruckus getting beat up in the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> Man, you got MLK. <laughs> Would you hear niggas, please shut the hell up? You like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, hey, you like, I'm Dr. going King, to wait. Canada. <laughs> you like, Doctor King, wait, what? <laughs> the R. Kelly trial, like, <laughs> it's like they were, they were, they were, they were kind of like on a lot of issues that was going on to the point where it's just like. Yo, are they, is is he allowed to is he allowed to put this on TV? And like, let's be real. Like, let's let's be real. Like, kids, I know I know this is gonna hurt y'all. If we got any kid, any viewers, they literally on the boondocks got this man Riley beating up Santa Claus. <laughs> like, they got this man attacking Santa Claus. Like, every kid loves Santa Claus. This man is beating the hell out of Santa Claus. He throwing chairs and shooting with guns at Santa Claus. So it's kind of like, <laughs> I think shows like Boondocks, like the Boondocks needs to stay where the Boondocks is, is in its prime. I think the Boondocks need to stay where it needs to stay. Because shows like the Boondocks is almost like shows like Family Guy. You, we all, if, if I, I saw watching Family Guy years ago, but you look at a show like Family, you see how aggressive Family Guy was in the beginning. And yeah. it's like, you see how Family Guy is now. It's like they had to water down Family Guy so much, or otherwise, like, this is going to be 
offensive because we all know Family Guy is another show that they try to they try to throw a lot of um lot of punchlines. Like they'll make like they they'll they'll like make fun of like black people. They'll piss off like good like like Family Guy did it too. But that's why like they probably don't do it as much as they used to anymore because again the world is so sensitive. Oh, this episode is getting canceled. They can't play it because he said a black joke that's offensive or they said this. And it's like, that's how much they read into shows now. That's what yeah. makes shows like, you be like, ah, you be like, ah, I can't, you be like, I don't even want to watch this. So even shows like The Simpsons, like The Simpsons been on for like 40 years. But I'm like, The Simpsons was, I don't want to say it was, it wasn't, it was kind of semi-aggressive. Like all those adult animation shows were aggressive. Yeah, it wasn't as, as aggressive. But now, like, they're not as aggressive as they used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, South Park, I, I, I don't know about South Park, but South Park probably is not, at, again, and you got a show like South Park. South Park is very offensive. South <laughs> Park is very offensive. But it's probably not as offensive as it was when it first came out years ago. It's probably still a little joke here, a little joke here, but it's not really that offensive anymore because they got to be like, oh, you know, you don't want to can't do that because that's going to piss people off. So but so like a show like the Boondocks, I think the Boondocks, if they are going to bring it back, don't. If they do put it on HBO Max and do it right. Otherwise, let the Boondocks lay where lay where it is like. People like myself and Aaron is never going to forget shows like the Boondocks. Because matter of fact, when they tried to bring the Boondocks back, I think that was season four. That was a the, the season that they did without Aaron Magruder. That was one of the worst episodes. That was a, one of the worst seasons of the Boondocks. So if they're going to do the Boondocks right, everybody remember like when they tried, they tried to uh, – imitate uh, Breaking Bad when they was doing that Pretty Boy Fleazy or something like that. You know, that season was awful. Without Aaron Magruder, that season was awful. So keep it authentic. HBO Max, if they want to pick it up, let them pick that show up and let them do it right. Otherwise, just let the boondocks be where what it was and leave it where it's at and just call it a day. I'd say, like, as far as content, you know, um, the 2000s was really a special time when it came to, like, a lot of shows. Because we had so many different shows on so many different networks that were just raw, you know, unapologetic, offensive, in your face. And we knew that this was a joke. Nobody was offensive. Hard to believe that once upon a time, people actually didn't get offended over any little thing. Right. So for shows, I actually, you know, I would say uh, even though it's coming on HBO Max, I don't think it will be the same show. And I will personally prefer they not bring it back because some things just need to be uh, cherished. Some things need to be held in a certain place and relived, but not, you know, touched by current times. Same thing, like, if they tried, if Dave Chappelle decides to wake up one day, he says, hey, we're doing a Chappelle show. Let's let's not do that. Matter of fact, um, prime example, um, I think it's being picked up on Peacock. Um, it's a new drama. It's a, they're, they're making it into a drama series. It's like you revamped Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and just called it, I think, Fresh, uh, Fresh Prince or something like that. I don't know. But it's a newer version of Fresh Prince. I heard that. And revamped. And it's like, it's it's not being, it's not so much of a, a comedy. It's more like a drama series. And see, stuff like that is where you need to let that show stand the test of time where it belongs. It was one of the greatest shows in the 90s. Leave it where it's at. Like, don't revamp it to try to, like, the newer generation, hey, we want you guys, like, understand this. And, and this is where I'm going to, I want to probably end it off. Understand this. Certain kids missed out 
certain yeah. generations, certain generations missed out, and that's okay because you it, that's just not your time. You missed out. Simple as that. Because we grew like we grew up again on Family Guy, the Boondocks, That's So Raven, Kim Possible. Um, um, shoot, can't think of other shows right like SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. We grew up all Teen those Titans shows. and like Teen Titans before they watered it down and made it yeah. Teen Titans. But Ed and Nettie, like we grew up on all those shows. So kids nowadays, they don't understand it. All that they don't, too. Because that wasn't their time. Mm-hmm. Now, kids nowadays got cartoons that, one, I have no clue what they be watching. I have no clue. But then again, I don't say nothing because I learned to just be like, it is what it is. That's for them. Like, we missed out on our parent generation. Good Times, Jefferson's, uh, Sanford and Son. We watch reruns, but it, it's, it's not the same as when it first came out on TV. Like, our parents be dying laughing. Because that's what they grew up watching. We just watched reruns. Yeah. Like, they be in a, they be I, would, I would even say that they grew up, they got to see Michael, Michael Jackson grow up to be a superstar. Right. Right. You know, and it's like, that's why I say, like, certain things just need to stay in its time for what it is and let it be. Like some like people like Little John. The kids nowadays will never understand Little John. They won't understand how hype Little John got on the song. We will sit there and listen to Stop Your Fingers, Do Your Step. We will sit there and listen to Get Low All Day Low. Because that's a song that came out when we were growing up. And I get it that to them, they was like, this song corny. It might be corny to you, but when this song first came out, everybody was on this song. This song was this song was hot. This song was fire. So it was like same thing. This show was good. Dick. This this uh, cartoon was fire. This TV show was fire. This movie was fire. So kids is like so. It's I hate I hate to see TV try to force a show a classic onto the new generation. It's like let it let it stay where it's at. Leave it yeah. alone. I'm not saying let the show die, but again, this the show was at its peak. It, it was golden right there in that era for a reason. And let it go. So we talking about the boondocks, that Fresh Prince joke. Let that let Fresh Prince stay where it's where it's supposed to be. Don't try to revamp Fresh Prince of Bel-Air into some drama show. And it's gonna come out looking like all American. You're not watching it. <laughs> right. I'm not watching it. I would rather watch the original <laughs> Fresh Prince. I'm not watching no drama show. I'm not dra- watching no drama of Fresh Prince. I'm watching <laughs> it like a com- it's a comedy. Man, all, all I'm going to say is this, you know, I, I think that's a testament to all the things we had, you know, uh, like we were saying before, every generation, you know, had their thing. You know, our parents had good times, like you were saying, um, you know, older sister, older brothers, you know, they had their things in the 80s, 90s. Uh, we were too young to, you know, go to BT Spring Break or go to MTV Spring Break and have fun at those places or TRL. But, you know, we grew up on these shows and we had these experiences that, you know, are unmatched, you know, that made for great childhoods. You know, things like going outside and you wouldn't even know the kids that you were playing with. All you knew that you were just trying to have fun. And those things that you just can't forget about, you know, special memories that kids nowadays don't understand, you know, playing into the streetlights, like Funkadelic Jones always says. But as far as, go ahead. No, I'm going to say, good, you go ahead. I, I, I'm going to end it off for one thing, but you go ahead, though. You finish. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. Nah, you good, you good. But as far as streetlights, you know, like Funkadelic Jones says, you know, just just having that, you know, the pizzas and the Jaspers and the TV shows, just let things leave where they are. You know, as far as Jaspers, that's gone. Don't bring it back. You know, let us enjoy it. You know, same thing for Boondocks. Let us enjoy our ignorance. <laughs> that's, that's basically what I say. <laughs> I'm going to end it all by saying this, though. 
I don't know how kids find videos nowadays. You know, I know they see them on probably like Twitter, little snippets on Twitter, YouTube. I'm going to tell you like this before we go into the next topic. It ain't nothing. Your video wasn't nothing until it hit 106 and Pop. Yeah. Your video, nothing until that joint. If it ain't hit 106 and Pop, nobody, ain't nobody was talking about it. I mean, straight up real with you. Like, we came home every day. I think I think 106 and Park came on at like six o'clock every yeah. day, every day, like every day, like 106 and Park. Yeah, and we and we would just like watch music videos, like we lived. It was music videos. MTV had music videos. VH1 had music videos. BT had music videos. BT had music videos at like one o'clock in the afternoon. Then 106 and Park come on, like, like. Kids just don't understand. They don't understand the joy of, mu- of seeing a music video for the first time. They go on social media to see this. Wake enough to music videos. Right. We watched music videos before we went to school. Yeah. It was TV and VH1. Half of them was like pop and rock songs. But you happy to go to school. You might get one black song. You'd be like, you know what? I at least got one before I went to school. You give me one, that's all the man can ask for. That's sure. it. You, you had your NTV jams. You got to throw that in there. Right. <laughs> Man, but what a special time. But I'm going to tell you something that's not so special. Sound a little gross. So we, we, we're going to talk about this pastor, you know, who's been wiping the spit all over people's faces. You know, I, I, I've been thinking about this for a long kind of time because you got pastors who made the congregation eat grass. She got pastors who've been slapping people. What What is going on? That's why I want to know. You got pastors putting people in, <laughs> in headlocks. It's like <laughs> God ain't tell you <laughs> God ain't tell you put that man in the headlock. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> Bro, all right, but we got to talk about this man wiping spear cards. This guy's face, man. <laughs> God, they tell you, tell you to suplex that man. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I know when it comes to, like, religion and, like, spiritual, I know it's a very <laughs> subject, so let me try not to piss people off too much when I say this. Oh, man. When it comes to religions and spiritual, a lot of people believe in a lot of weird things. You know, they do. Like, you see the pastor touch the person and they automatically can walk after getting out the wheelchair. It's like, you see these type of things. And so you see crazy, you see crazy things when it comes to, like, religion. Like, they, like Ernst said, like, he he had congregation making him eat grass, or he made like he may think it's like oh if you uh if you tackle a door you gonna see uh you gonna see the pearly gates and it'll have somebody tackling a door it'll have people lined up in the back of the church tackling the door because they want to see the pearly gates I mean church is a strange place because like sometimes you just be like. Did they really tell you to go tackle a door? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not about to tackle a door, but did they really tell you to go tackle a door? You know? So, it's, it's, so when to hear like this man wiping his spit on people's face, it was disgusting as hell. <laughs> First of all, it's disgusting as hell. Somebody, can you ask somebody just, ah, somebody, ah, bless you. Can you just imagine? Ah, you like, <laughs> like I ain't gonna lie. Whatever church that is, I would not touch. I would not touch the pastor. I, I don't care if it's the end of church. If he be like, he be like, man, I be like, hey, I be like, hey, hey, bro, I be like, hey, hey, nah. I'm like, I'm cool, bro. I'm cool, but because I guess that was just some like some symbol, like just like, hey. The, the hand the, the hand God of spit, you know, and some like, you know, the, the spit of God or something, you know, like like church, they be they think of crazy stuff like they think of stuff like that. 
So he probably was really over like, like blessing people foreheads with that. And I'm just like, uh, that's that's a little bit extreme. That's a little bit, ooh, a little bit, ugh. but it's just nasty. That was just nasty. Hell. I'm sorry. It, it's certain it's certain lines you don't cross, and that seemed like that was crossing the line right there. Like you could have you could have put your hand over top of the head, said a prayer, you know, something like that. But you. You yeah. like, and just wipe that dough. You like, oh, like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's just interesting. Like, there's so much that I've seen, and I think like it was, like it was like some African church. I, I'm maybe I'm misremembering, but like this pastor, uh, he it was something he was doing to like the women. I think like he was humping the women and saying it was, you know, it was necessary. You got to be careful who you listen to. That's basically what I'm getting to. You got to be careful. It comes to this big facts. You have to really be careful who you listen to. Because it's some people out here where it's like, don't get so carried away to where you lose your common sense, right? Right. Common sense says, yo, um, this guy's making me eat grass. I've never heard of people eating grass before this point. Now, don't get me wrong. You got onion. You got scallop. You know, you got different types of plants out there which are edible, you know. But as far as out there eating grass, leave that to the goats. Leave that to the gazelles. Leave that to the animals. You really got to sit here and think critically. What is eating grass going to do for me? You know, how is this going to help me? And you you got people out here who just make you do all kinds of stuff that doesn't make sense. But as far as wiping spit on people's face, I mean, they got in the Bible, you know, Jesus, uh, you know, spitting grass on dirt, spit and wipe across to my eye. And now they can see. So it, it's all kinds of crazy stuff happening, man. But as far I, as just wiping spit on people's face, that's nasty, dude. In this economy, in this climate. <laughs> like, who do you think you are wiping spit on my face? <laughs> like I like, like I always, like I said. It comes to subjects like this because, and I'm I'm glad you brought it up when it said be careful who you listen to because some people will preach, some people will preach, like I don't want to say I don't want to say people preach a nonsense, but people will preach stuff that you will legit be like, this doesn't make any sense, and it's not that you don't get it, but like the pastor can be up there jump like, isn't God good? God told me to wake up and uh, bring a carton of eggs. Now everybody next Sunday got a carton of eggs, putting them in a basket. You be like, why? Is That's everybody, how I be. You be like, why is everybody bringing eggs to church? But again, because he told everybody to bring eggs to church, everybody got eggs in church. Now you just like, so what are you exactly you gonna do with the eggs? You know, like what are you about to do with all the eggs? Then they don't do nothing with them. They just they just filled up a basket full of eggs. There's just eggs just sitting there. You're like, so you you ain't gonna like bury them. You ain't right. Gonna, you you ain't gonna cook them. Right. Time for them things. Gonna put on you. Gonna go. It's sister sister Jones and sister Teresa and sister Jones in the back gonna make omelets for people. Like what 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 you got the eggs for? I mean, you know, sister Betty back there back in <laughs> Sunday breakfast. When church is over, like like what? But again, <laughs> some people get so some people do get so caught up in religion that like some pastors just preach at anything and people are automatically gonna jump on board. Yeah. Crazy as hell, but they're gonna jump on board like immediately. They're gonna usually be like, you're like, nah. You be like, now God told me to tell y'all to clean out y'all bank accounts. And no, uh, you be like, y'all like, wait, everybody, everybody come to work, sack full of money. You be like, yo, he really told you to clean your bank account out? 
He really told you. And again, because some people get so caught up in the spirit, bank account. He said, God told you to clean bank account and start over. I'd be like, I, I'd be the only person like, hey, I ain't going to lie, man. You know, rent due next month. I told you. Hey, you be the only one that ain't thinking with your head, man. You'd be like, I can't do that right now. Rent is due next, next week. So, um, I could probably give you like, I could probably give you like maybe two hundred. That's the best. <laughs> I can't give you everything because I still got you know uh, I got gas in my car. Um, you know you start breaking down like oof. I got you know I got an oil change. I forgot my oil about oil low. Um, he said, but no, nah, God told you to be generous and clean out your bank account. You like oof. They were that word again. Clean out your bank account. Wow. Uh, you're like, okay. Um, mm. So that's why I like, so when I hear like this, this, this spit, put him putting spit on people's face, I can just only imagine it like that, where it's just like, they, they're they looking at it, oh, God told me to, to take the blood of spit and, you, and the, the spit of God and the spit of Jesus and just wipe me. You'd be like, oh, like, oof. I'd be like, all right, hold on now, Pastor. <laughs> Oh, 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 look, listen, I'm I'm with you, the Holy Spirit, but don't wipe no spit on me, bro. I'm, I'm, don't wipe no spit on me. Please I'll tell don't. you this. I'll tell you this. The mistake that people make, right, uh, when they don't have discernment is they look at their pastor as like this holy figure instead of whoever they're supposed to be serving, right? right. Whether it's God or whatever you believe in, you look at your pastor as the person that you're serving. So when you give the, your pastor that kind of power, when you allow them to have that kind of power, they will literally tell you anything. And we see but, how this ended with Jim Jones, you know, all of them drinking the Kool-Aid and end up dying. You know, once you give these people these types of powers, you know, they can literally tell you to do anything clean out your bank accounts and you end up broke, can't pay rent, you know, lights cut off, you in the dark, you know, saying God's going to bless you. God ain't tell you give up your money. God was like, yo, you should have kept your lights on. What you doing? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, you, you should have common sense and discernment. You know, you should have common sense. Like, Whenever you're in a situation where it just seems kind of weird, have common sense. Just think, but like, God really want me to do this? Right. Do God That's... really want this guy to spit on my face? Right. Exactly. Right. I, I, I don't think so. Yeah. So that's why I say, as far as like this, this spitting situation, I'm going to just be straight up real, bro. That's just nasty. That's nice. Straight up, like I, I get if it's for if it was for like a religious. I know it was for like a religious purpose, or you know, a spiritual purpose, or something like that to probably get the spit of God or spit of Jesus on you. But just long story short, that was just nasty. Straight up. I mean, you do have like traditions. Like I can see traditions that are like you know out of the country and like international traditions where they do have that, like, pygmy people, you know, pygmy people, you have people who are in the islands, the Pacifics, who do their customs, and that's more understandable, but in a Western society, nah, bruh. <laughs> nah. Don't spit, don't spit on me, don't spit on me, man. Don't, don't spit on me, tell me it's holy water, you know, we got holy water, I don't know about holy spit. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is God. God bless you. Be like, you like, God told me to shake. God told me to, you get the spit of Jesus, shake my hand. You be like, nah, nah, bro. I, I'm not, I ain't gonna shake. <laughs> now you got spit on your hand? Nah, yeah. bro. Nah. And like, like you said, you like, do you know what's going on right now? Right. Like, nah, I'm not. You like, nah, I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. In this climate, I'm not doing that. So yeah, that that pastor, yeah, he he. I think he, he did make an apology though. He should he, he should, you know, 
Crazy, crazy as that sound, man. But whew, I don't know, man. It just it, it seems like uh, the ghetto gospel has been met today. You know, Aaron, do you have any final words for the people? All I'm gonna just say is, you know, shout out to the Boondock, shout out Huey, shout out the Booty Warrior, and shout out, you know, all the people out there who are eating healthy and not letting people white spit on their face. My name is Uncle Ruckus. No relations. <laughs> no <One> relations. <laughs> the easy way or the hard way. You got any Yo, funny words for us? Yeah. And the words of our great, the great Uncle Ruckus. And these things will strike fans right now. Oh, well. <laughs> a noose. A job application. <laughs> Talk about offensive. That's offensive. <laughs> Talk about offensive. This man said a noose, a whip, and a job application. <laughs> That's offensive. But hey, you know, I ain't gonna lie. Uncle Ruggers is one funny dude. As racist as he is, he he still he made boondocks for what it was. I don't give nobody say that is that is still the most one of the most ignorant things I've ever heard. But um hey. I guess I'm gonna be the one to do the honors this time because I know my man Aaron always do it. Now I get to do it. It's your boy Funkadelic Jones. And this your boy Aaron from the city. And we are out of here. Peace. Peace. Get out of here. <laughs>